I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Thanks to Notion for supporting our show. Where do I find that one urgent piece of information quickly and with my sanity intact? Try Notion AI for free when you go to Notion.com slash play retro, all lowercase. There's no are commercial. You, are you trying? I bet you are you trying to sell me on Crazy Climber? There's no oh. no commercial. <laughs> hey everybody, welcome to Play Retro. This is Play Retro episode 95, and we're recording today, Saturday, November 18th, 2023. <laughs> and uh, I'm your uh, host or one of your hosts, Scott Johnson. And I didn't write a thing, so I'll just say. <laughs> Watch out for those birds. They got egg shit and also real shit. And also, careful, there might be electrical wires hanging there. Go for it. There. Go for it. Do you think the do you think the, the crazy climber bird shit came first or the egg first? Is I feel like it was the egg? the egg and then the shit. Also, you could toggle. I remember because we had this machine in our basement. You could toggle right. on or off the bird poop. So Nice. That was cool. And I'm your other host, Brian Dunaway. And I'm scaling the side of this building for reasons. And those reasons are known only to the guy with the huge meathead throwing crap at me from open windows. And I have no idea what I did to that condor, but he may want to see the vet about his poops. Go for it. Oh, the helicopter is here. Wee. <laughs> yeah, so we are talking about a classic arcade game that I have so much fondness and nostalgia and childhood memories from. Uh, that game being Crazy Climber. Before we get to it, yeah. though, this is like this is like one of this is like the proto of what we and Scott talked about to get to play retro. I think this is one of the uh, one of the first things we ever talked. Oh about yeah, for sure. Started. Yeah, had yeah. To, had we not started with Joust, this might have been the one I started with. This might have been the one. There's right? stories to tell, but anyway, uh, in the meantime, in this week when I wasn't trying to get that working, and I did quite well. This game plays great on. Um, uh, Steam Deck emulation, by the way, very good place for it. Arcade, uh, use your MAME. I actually use FB Neo for mine, but yeah, mm. yeah, it works great. Um, I didn't know this. This is the embarrassing thing for that game to have such an impactful area in my younger life. For me to not know that there was a two, that a sequel actually happened like eight years later. Only in Japan, which is why I didn't hear Only about it. Japan. That's that's why you're forgiven. But I didn't right. know that. I freaking I want to play that yeah. now. I can, but I haven't. I will. Yeah. But I haven't. You know, and that's yeah. annoying. Yeah. It's annoying to me. It's annoying to not be a part of something. That's that right. You thought you were. So speaking of Switch uh, emulation, I was messing with some or not Switch uh, de- uh, Steam Deck. I've been trying yeah. to get Switch stuff to work on mine. Now that is some. Yeah, heavy duty lifting that I have not tried to do, which is to try to use modern games on the Steam Deck. But it's I know tricky. it is possible. It is. Several, it's not only possible. It can run. It runs extremely well for those who figured it out. I have not yet figured yeah. it out. So yeah, I'll keep messing around with it. And of course, I'm it'll only about be that the, because a lot of times yeah. you're limited to, to your emulation because emulation is generally done through a software layer which really cuts down on your ability to use the hardware directly unless you're using something like a FPGA or something. So to, to emulate software-wise a modern gaming system is kind of... It's a trick. It will blow your mind. Yeah, you usually want to be in the OP uh, the OP years later down the road when you can mm-hmm. you know you can play Doom on a watch because you can you know yeah or your Samsung refrigerator did I leave my door open no that's just Doom that's just Doom we're just killing demons twenty four seven 
here at the house. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I've been messing with that. I'll report back. So far, it's a little kludgy, uh, but uh, I'll, I'll, I'll get around to it. In the meantime, Brian, you've been doing disc swapping. Oh, man. <laughs> so I got motivated about a, a month or two ago. Scott got uh, somebody donated a Sega Saturn to him. I purchased a Saturn a couple of years ago, and I'd only been really playing a few games here and there that I would pick up off eBay. I had no modifications done to my Sega Saturn, just using the original system and putting regular old disc in it. Now purchase off of ebay i've kind of went through the low-hanging fruit of stuff i can purchase and it's only like five or six games i've been able to purchase at a reasonable price i bought a couple of little demo discs and stuff but as we know sega saturn didn't sell a whole lot it sold a good bit but not as much as a lot of older systems and it's disc based so those those things are real easy to destroy so and plus we've had a huge surge of uh of people using retro gaming and as a result Saturn games are pretty expensive to pick up. So I still want to play it on the original hardware. There's a couple options I could do. I could replace my uh, laser with some other stuff and SD cards, all this stuff. But I still like the idea of playing those original discs. So I said, well, maybe I can burn some discs. Scott got uh, someone sent him one. It had one of the carts that you plug in the back. It's a memory cart with action replay. And for those who don't know, no, that's not a cartridge on that Sega Saturn for the the Sega, uh, you know, for the the. It looks like a Genesis right. cart- cartridge. Genesis, it is not right. It is one hundred percent not that. Yeah, it's not that. It's a it's a memory place. Anyway, it's you can really plug stupid. By the way, they should have if they were going to do yeah. that, change the shape. They did the full U shape of Genesis cartridges. Yeah. Yeah. What were they thinking? Oh my gosh. That, that, well, let's, there's a reason why we don't talk much about the Saturn. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh, cool. Let me see. Cause I knew people had talked about, you know, to do it. There's Kai, K A I, an ability to let you run any burn disc on your Sega Saturn. So the card I got does not have that on it, but mm. it can be flashed mm. with the firmware. However, it's tricksy. You got to <laughs> plug it in there. And then in order to load the firmware from a CD, you've got to do this disk swap. You can do all you can play. Uh, you can play burnt disk with nothing. You can just you can. Uh, I, I I think you can anyway. Basically, there is an old disk swap trick. Sure. You put in a you'd put in the you put in the disk that you've burned and then the machine would read the chapter data off of that and then it would immediately head to the outside of the disk to check for copy protection. Um, if you pulled the disc out while it was, uh, while after it read the, the, the table of contents and then headed for the, uh, the copy protection, you could stick a real disc in real quick. Pop, pop, pop. Wow. And it, okay. it would read that it would read the copy protection. And then as soon as the, the laser starts moving back towards the center to get back to the table of contents to start the game, you pull the, pull the real disc out and you put the fake one in and you go, ah. So I'm playing a, video games. Sounds like a timing thing. You had to hurry. You had to hurry the hell up, right? It's a timing thing. So wild. Okay, so the um, things we used to, to go through to hack through things. I mean, still do. I guess you're doing it now. And I just made it sound super easy. It's not. No. Um, it's not <laughs> it's actually. It takes a lot of learning, and it's hilarious because I went to YouTube where you go, and everybody's like, "Okay, there's everybody has this on YouTube." Sega Saturn disk swap trick, the easy method. There's like 20 of these videos. They're all the easy method. Yeah. There's a couple of different models. So first of all, I got to weed through that. Which model do I have? And then you have all these different theories. It's like, you got to listen for the sound. You got to, and then other guys are like, oh, you got to look at the, vi- you got to look at the thing. And other people are like, oh, you got to watch the screen for the loads to pop up. Yeah. So there's like all these different theories. Literally, I was up until like one o'clock in the morning because I started late because I everybody made it sound so easy. I thought I was just going to go pop, pop, pop and be done with it. No, one o'clock in the morning, I'm, I'm sitting there going flip, 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 flip. Then I learned all about what exactly the laser's doing. All that stuff I just spilled to you about yeah. going out and checking the cop protection. I didn't know that shit when I started. <laughs> no. How would you know that? <laughs> because I didn't because I had to, I had to read because no one would explain it to you. They would just say, you know, do this, do this. But anyway. Long story short, it's a nightmare. Don't do it. And I'm sure people are screaming, "Oh my God, you're gonna ruin the you're gonna ruin the motor if you do that." I was like, I was just determined. Yeah. Got my I got I got the uh, I got the uh, firmware put on my card. I was able to play uh, I was able to play one game, but I was unable to play the one that started this whole thing. 
I could not find a decent copy of Scud, the disposable assassin, and I wanted to play on the Sega Saturn. I could not find one at a reasonable price, and this is the one I wanted to do. This might not exist, by the way, because that game sucks, but go ahead, continue. Oh, I love that game. I played more so, of it. I didn't uh, like it. I tried it. You were raving about yeah. it last week, I and I thought, it. you know what? I'm going to give it more time because Brian was so ravey about it. it. Let's give this thing a shot. And I do not like the Scud game. Fine. I've turned around. You, on get, it. you That's fine. You don't have to like it. I like it. But the point is, yeah. since it's a, since it's a burned disc, which you can write at different speeds, which puts you know it puts the it puts the lotion on the skin. It goes it goes <laughs> different little you know it it may spin differently. So anyway, I tried a bunch of different things. Basically, I come down to this. I've got it. I've got to adjust the laser and yeah. how, you know, how precise I got to adjust the laser string. So I got to pop everything back open, get my multimeter out, uh, figure out exactly what level it needs to be at so that I can properly read. So, man, I am, I am deep. You're deep in, in the, uh, in the Sega Saturn, uh, trying to get this shit to work. Excuse my language, but there you go. Well, you can t- <laughs> that's what I've been doing this week. Swear away. Uh, no, that's fantastic. I'm, I'm proud of you, man. Look at you with your oh, thank you, doing innovative retro work, getting it done. So the rest yeah. of us can learn and maybe try it ourselves. You know, well, I was tired the next morning too. I had to be up at five, stay up till one. What am I doing with my life? Scott? What are you doing? My Lord. All right. Well, let's find out what we're doing with our life today. We're going to talk about. A crazy climber. Shall we play a game? Just to get us cranking, here's a little sound. And this is going to be your experience for most of the game. Yes. What you hear there, that's the stuff. I'll show you some video chat uh, for those watching live and those on the YouTube. Hold on. There it is. So Go for it. It now looks very rudimentary and very old. But um man, this game I don't even know where to start here. Okay, so I know where to start. My dad, this is the heyday when my dad was really getting into the arcades and and building out, you know, uh this business, the video game coin op business that he was building. By the way, his I don't think I've ever talked about it. his company was called Oh shit. American Amusement. Go, go for it? Oh. No, I wish it was Go For It. It was called American Amusement. That was the name of the thing. Oh, that's a great, that's a great name. That definitely right. sounds like a place I would have bought my arcade equipment from. Yeah, it was all right. It was, uh, yeah. It was. turns out there was a bunch of others using it for other things, and so you had to fight a bunch yeah. of fights about exclusivity, and this was in the 80s, and things were different then for that sort of thing. But anyway, um, one of the, well... One of the stand-up. This is one of the only times he had both a stand-up arcade model and a home, and a sit-down one that he bought brought to the house the same time. So we right. had in the garage a stand-up model of the game, and on that one you did the sticks this way with your fists. I mean, that was down right. here, right? But- and, and Scott's doing Scott's doing a alternating up down. <laughs> so he's going he's going up with his left hand and down with his right hand on these eight way joysticks that are the crazy climber controls. That's right. So you're doing like chunk chunk with every with every arm stretch, and sometimes off to the distance to to do like a cross yeah, your, window so, thing. What do they call this? Uh, your ski and what is this? Slalomin? That's not it. Salamis? What do Salamis? you do? Salamis? Slalom? Salami? <laughs> I think you mean slalom. Is that what you mean? <laughs> you're in the so. south. There's no skiing where you are. It's fine. I understand. Right. It's it's like that exercise, but it's just elliptical. It's like doing an elliptical sort of. It yeah. is a little bit like that. And uh, right. anyway, that's how you control it. Well, on the sit down model. It's a cocktail machine, um, and and it's in, it's in the exact same configuration as the Mooncrest that we have out here that I still have. Yes, because yes. this is the same publisher slash developer who made both those games. But anyway, it's probably the same board too. If I had to guess, yeah, probably if I had to guess, same board. So you're down mm-hmm. there, and you're holding it now, as if you're picking up a, I don't know. A wheelbarrow, except your it's it, controller. It reminds me of, of the. It reminds me of like wheelbarrow, or if you if you've ever seen people do the rope thing. So we're more more exercise uh, thing. So you know how right. you like do the power ropes, and you have to like pull them up. Da, 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 da. It's not yep. that loose, but it's kind of that that motion. Right? It is a bit, pretty much that motion, and it was a little bit weird going back and forth because it was kind of a different muscle memory. But I got right. used to it, and I got so good at this game that I entered a contest, and the contest was for digital watches. Oh, uh, time, what, what, Casios? T- no, Timex like had the full readout, the calculator buttons, the whole oh. dumb, stupid thing we all thought was cool was back it, then. Did you have, uh, was it silver or gold plated? Uh, it was you silver, if I remember right. Silver, yeah, silver. I don't have the, the, I the would gold, kill. Gold to, flake too quick. I would kill to still have this watch. I do not know where it went. Somewhere after right. I turned 18, my mom tossed it or who knows, I don't know what the frick happened. 
but that that thing is no longer in my possession and I would I would love to have it back just to have this memory but anyway um, my brother won a watch playing Battlezone and I won mine getting the top score uh, in in Crazy Climber and the funny thing that's is that's right we were all we were all thirsty for watches back in the we really were well plus it was a little bit unfair or I like you'd probably do it different now but the fact that my dad owned the arcade that was doing the contest and right. Matt and I kids. entered it yeah <laughs> it wasn't really fair like we had too much practice at home with free play on and everything else right 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 yeah, um, this game's hard as this game's hard as crap to get it's better freaking at freaking hard and you and the first quarters. level first level to the top no big deal you can do it it's it's reasonable yeah. but things get crazy after that and yeah you it's almost like a crazy climber kind of thing right? yeah it's almost like you're climbing yeah. and it's crazy <gasps> and I have crazy. an idea for a title <gasps> crazy climber yeah there were toggle switches on this thing that turned off the bird poop uh, because the bird both but drops why? eggs and poop. And if you, they really don't, it doesn't matter. One of them hits you and it's bad. So right. you want to avoid both of them. But in the in the thing, they had these switches where you could flip it to only show the eggs and not the poop, which I thought was nice. so weird. That, you know. That's interesting. That, it was, I'm curious. Did it turn the all the eggs and the poop? Because that's fewer obstacles because that, that bird is really, he's laying it yeah. down, man. Oh, yeah. He's laying poop and eggs he's had a rough out like, he's had a rough like week. a yeah. like a breakfast at denny's it's just <laughs> it's insane you know how denny's never closed we had one close right near us can't figure out oh, no. they never close i don't know what happened nobody Probably was the bird and the poops could have been could have been but anyway so uh i should explain a little bit more how this thing plays and uh, we both spent time with it this week, so we both kind of have oh, a taste God. of this. Uh, yeah, you know how you didn't care for Scud? Guess yeah. what? Oh, not not a fan, eh, of the uh, of the crazy climbing. I mean, I don't. You know what it is? I think I have a weird esoteric relationship with the game because, on right. the face of it, if I was playing it for the first time today, I would probably go, "Okay, I'm climbing a building. I'm avoiding window shutting. My fingers, guys throwing pots out. I just have to brace myself so when it hits my head." It just says right. ouch and, and doesn't hurt me permanently. But if I don't do that and I'm reaching when one hits me, I'm going to fall to my death and lose a life. Um, it's kind of rudimentary and not that big a deal, this game. However, what where oh. where it got me when I was a kid, this is where this is where it got me. Right. I started at the bottom of a thing and it felt like I know it wasn't procedurally generated. All right. I know that, right. true, but true. it gave you a feeling of that. It, it had this feeling of, whoa, this building splits and now I'm super high. My imagination filled in so much of the rest that that yeah. game became legendary in my head when really it's probably not as great as I think this, it was. This game is super important. I mean, the, the, you know, it is a stepping stone to the modern platformer. Climbers were a huge thing for a, just a minute in the arcade. Uh, this is right before Donkey Kong hit which is probably one of the most popular transitions from climber to platformer that you can think of. And the, but to me, since I didn't play it very much back in the day, I played a couple of times, the arcade, I'd drop a quarter in and I'd play it for a few minutes, like get pissed and leave because it's one of those games where it's, it's, it's not easy to, it's not easy to, to, you know, sometimes they'll say, Oh, it's easy to get started, but then to really progress, you have to get better. You yeah. Know? Easy to, no, easy to play hard to master is usually what you're right. Yeah. This, this is not even easy to play. <laughs> this is just this is hard to play, hard to master. It's just it's like it reminds me of QWOP, which was great, you know, more modern take on oh, kind of perfect. controlling yeah. controlling individual things. Because here you're not controlling the feet. What you're doing is just controlling the, the arms of the climber using your eight directions. You can kind of you can go around in circles yeah. with each of the jo- eight way joysticks to to keep uh climbing up these uh these the, this walls would have obstacles and windows and stuff. And it's just too difficult, man. It's just, it's too, it's too unforgiving because there's too many positions that you can be in that you just get frustratingly stuck. It's like, I'm doing the same things, but now we stop going up. Yeah. Why is he stop going up? I'm doing the exact same things. The reason why is because on the surface, it looks like you're just going up, down, up, down. But the real truth is you got, you can't reach for a window. If it's got, if it's in a certain position, you can't reach certain things. If, another part of your body is in another certain position and you go in the wrong direction or you don't do a circle and you do a counter circle. There's all kinds of nuances that just totally break. What's the fun part, which is when you really start to climb when you get the rhythm going on and you can climb up really fast. That feels so good. It does, but it's too, it's too far in between to be able to do it and too inaccessible for a, a, a new user. So thank you a lot. Fujiwara and your stupid, 
hard barman type games that eventually become fun yeah. jerk yeah no you're not wrong i think everything you said is about right i just we had it in the house and i got so good at it yeah that i could traverse this thing i'm on like arm over arm skipping these dudes chucking pots at me by just deftly moving an arm quickly out of the way not ducking not holding like i got really good at the the flow of the game and uh which is why i won the contest i think because i just dominated. yeah yeah um but it is it is hard it is sometimes punishingly hard um, but I found it so satisfying to get to the roof and then you get the helicopter. I don't know why there's another mini game of where you position your hand. The helicopter's got to b- bounce around like a DVD symbol. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I, yeah. It, so I've only, only made it to the helicopter maybe two or three times the entire time I, I played this this week. And I tried to put in as, as much as I could. Yeah. And you're right. So you would um, you would get you get up to the top where the helicopter is to take you to another building. There's four buildings in the arcade version. Um, and it, it is got like a, like you said, it's got like this DVD screensaver kind of thing and you have to be in the right so position. Annoying. It only stays for like, I forget how many seconds it stays, but it, you can miss the helicopter. Oh, you yeah. can, you can just totally miss it, which is get to the chopper. I didn't, I couldn't, yeah. I was trying to get to the chopper. Your guy, and your I, sister I yelling, go for it, go for it. And I'm like, yeah. I'm here for it. I'm, where do you want me to do? It's the plane. It's the elevator or the, the elevator. It's the guy right. in the helicopter who sucks. Not me. Yeah, I like the fact that you grabbed the audio for the go for it from I think version two of this game because I'd played I'd played version one and you can't understand the any no. of the voice stuff in that one. It's yeah. like I'm like what the hell? Is yeah, he really, the really bad, version. really bad yeah. voice modulation in the early stuff. For Pretty sure. good. Yeah, yeah. Um, Pretty good. I, I, oh man, just the sounds of it, the opening do. Uh, in fact, do I yeah. have it here? Let's just play. It. We got we got three classic songs that play in this one, I believe. Yeah, it's great. And then this one they at the end. That Listen one. To this one. Hold on. Where is it? And then again. That's no, good. And then it finally ends. And that book at the end. It, that is yeah. just my. That's junior high. All up in my it, butt. Just it is. It is super catchy. Did you, did you catch any of the Pink Panther? Because that's the third song they play. Is the Pink Panther song? Oh, I missed that. No, or, yeah, or I just yeah. didn't notice it or something. Hmm. Yeah, but I I I, I dug the uh, song selection. I don't know if they. I don't know if there was an in-house guy at Nichu Nichi Butsu or Nichon however Butsu. you say. I don't think I've yeah, ever said developer. it right for years. So yeah, uh, don't feel Nichi bad. Butsu. Yeah. Uh, we we mostly probably noticed it and recognized it for Taito, who is who is you know pushing it out in the states. Uh, but the developer was Nichibutsu, and they they I don't know if they had an in house person. I haven't read too much about them. They didn't, as far as uh, retro gaming goes, I haven't read much about them so far. Well, I, I did. Uh, so we talked about Frisky Tom before, right? Have we talked about Frisky Tom? Yeah, I, I, I briefly we probably talked about him. When we're doing the Bomberman episode, is that we, what we, we might have. So Frisky might Tom is this game that the same comp- company made. We had it too. And speaking of toggle switches, so in Japan, what you were doing is you, it was basically a pipe dream kind of game. It's the same idea. Right, right. Connecting pipes, you're a little plumber guy, and you're trying to make sure it's all working. And when you're done, enough water goes to the to the damsel's <laughs> bath. and the, and uh, Or no, more water comes out of the bath. That's what happens. So it starts to empty. Oh, so when you go to her so bath, you want you want to, you want it to empty, right? Yeah. Well, let's see what Miss, let's see what the princess has. So you get like four to eight bit, you know, crap graphics though. But we all were right. like a bunch of dumb, <laughs> you know, preteens. But yeah. they but that game had a toggle. So in Japan, she's fully naked in there. Okay. In America, right, right. unless you change the default back to the Japanese defaults on the dip switches, uh, she was in a bikini. And I was always annoyed. Guess by that. what? Guess where they got at Scott's house? Yeah, that's the one. Um, yeah. I mean, we got access to inside all those things, so we could pull these switches and change stuff all the time, and we would right. turbo things. And did you did you did you break out the manuals and look for this? See, I got I got to read the manual here. Uh, uh, a little bit, there. some of that stuff. Yeah. My dad would get. Um, yeah, straight up, some of that stuff would just ship with it, right? It would come with the machines. Yeah, so yeah a lot have- of times you get the manual, right? I, I had a question that somebody asked me the other day. Uh, Follow-up for my very early episodes of Play Retro. One of the things that we were wanting to do was to complete some of our Play Retro projects we had on our plates. That was part of this reason to do it. And they wanted to know, did Scott ever get out into the garage and 
is it Mooncresta? Was that the one you were working on? Uh, it is no. So I have well, I have two. So I have the Mooncresta machine that's in the house. That one I'm probably not going right. to convert. I just hang on to it. Right. Um, but the one my dad built, which was the one for I think what's in there, the board that's in there is a Kamikaze three board, which was a hack of Galaga or gotcha. uh, Galaxian. Anyway, Galaxian. it's basically a which high is speed a, turbo thing. Which is appropriate because uh, this company did a bunch of uh, knockoffs that kind of stuff. They did, yeah, and they, you know, they really didn't go past the um, the point of uh, of these two games. Well, mostly for, they're known for Frisky Tom and, and Crazy Climber, and that's mm. kind of it. Like, yeah, no yeah. one thinks about them in any other context, and you don't hear about them today. Like, as far as I know, they're right. done. I don't even know. Yeah, I don't so, know. I, I didn't. This, this is the only the second time I've seen their name, so I didn't do a real deep dive on uh, on the developer. Even though probably somebody's going to write it and go, "Oh, you guys, you got to know, know about Terra Cresta. Come on, Terra Cresta. Well, Moon Cresta was a better game, so take that. Yeah, uh, but anyway, it just has. I have a lot of soft feelings for this thing, and if you were lucky enough to own an Atari twenty six hundred in nineteen eighty two, you would have heard this. Oh, okay. And then after your ears stop bleeding. Yeah. And that's him climbing. That sound. I enjoyed this a lot more. Did you? <laughs> it's so... Okay, but listen so to much. this end thing. There's no way you like the way this ended, all right? So here's how it ends. When it gets the helicopter and leaves, this is the right. sound it makes. Give it a sec. That's an assault deep, on my deep, soul. Deep, 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 That's horrendous. But that is such a helicopter. That is such an Atari twenty six hundred sounding helicopter. Yeah. I, they 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 nailed. They they used what they had, and they nailed it. But I did enjoy this once again. Once again, we're looking at a port that is you know oh we only got one joystick and a button yeah. in the other in the in the arcade game is two sticks and part of the fun of it is that alternating rhythm of learning how to do it. Here we're only using one stick, eight directions still. Uh, and you just kind of go up and down, up and down, and you kind of move to the right. So I found it much easier to navigate because it's you know, easier really to play. Was, it, they get rid of the QOP and it helps. I, I agree with that. Yeah. I think it's ugly as sin, though, this game. Oh, my oh, gosh. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's not nearly as attractive, but it's got its charm, too. Uh, and the buildings aren't as wide. So yeah, it's a much lower bar. It does take the challenge away, but I made it to the helicopter. Uh, lots of times, at least made it to building two before I got killed. But, uh, I think I think they, they added some levels here as well, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so you know, it's got it's got its charm. If you if you like this one, it's okay. Not all of us had arcade machines in our basement. No, I, I agree. It was a bit of a charmed life that way, so I can't really right uh, explain it. But <laughs> I mean, it really is. It's one of those things. What you said is not untrue. If I were to experience Crazy Climber Arcade for the very first time, I would probably have kind of a rough time with it. Because yeah, absolutely. It's just not, you know, back then you just put up with more because games were kind of new and interesting. And yeah. it was like stuff you never heard of before. And they were doing it weird. And I will say this the bird never poops in this game. It's all eggs. Eggs only. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's all eggs. And this would have been something that, and not probably, a lot of people probably didn't have this when it first came out because the only way you could get it was through the Atari Age magazine. Um, you could order it there and uh, and have it delivered to your house four to six weeks later. I did not know playing. that. I thought you could buy it in the store. That's a magazine-only deal, eh? Yeah, it was a magazine-only deal in the beginning. Now, they, they did do some different distributions later on, but uh, if you, like, first year or so, two yeah. years, that, that was that was how you got it. Wow. It was through the Atari Age magazine. Wow. I did not have it was, that. It was featured in, I, I think, uh, the 1982 first issue uh, right after they had done the et mm-hmm. oh yep the et right. nightmare thing that, they that did happened. the et people want us Sorry. to talk about that but doesn't everyone already know the story there there's you know? a lot of content already out there about the et so i wouldn't mind visiting it i actually have you know fond memories of it i have a couple of little stories where my cousin and i played it oh, and man, uh dude. so i mean I don't, I don't know if it maybe as part of a atari a, what what happened episode maybe yeah, like, maybe I don't know that if have a whole episode. Yeah, because there's just there's documentaries. There's so much stuff about it. There's so there's so much deep, heavy stuff. Even there's even a there's even an ending to the story about what happened with all that. So we've we've got a complete story out there. Yeah, 
for mm-hmm. sure. And we may get around to it. We'll see. Yeah. We'll have to get around to it. Oh, I got a notion for you. <laughs> You're like, hey, does Scott have an idea? He sure does. Well, listen, I want to thank our good pals at Notion for sponsoring today's show. And I've had such a wonderful experience with Notion. You may have heard of them before. I don't know. You know, there's apps and you know web apps and stuff like that. And I'd heard of them months ago, but I wasn't quite sure what was up. Now, I'm loving them. What I love about Notion is everything in one place. And in a, uh, a way of organizing your to-dos, your tasks, uh, your work, your meetings, all of that stuff in some pretty unique new ways. And what's going to keep me around is that kind of collaborative aspect of it. I have to do a lot of work with a lot of co-hosts, a lot of people, stuff like that. And if you're like me, you already know how amazing Notion is, the sponsor of today's episode. I use it every day for notes, documents, project management, uh, all kinds of stuff. It's how I track what guests are coming up, uh, who have I contacted, who have I not. It's kind of the perfect tool for all of that. I use it every freaking day. So I was excited to learn that they have launched a new AI tool called Q&A. It's like a personal assistant that responds in seconds with exactly what you need right in your doc. Just used it the other day and it was fantastic. I needed it to do a reduced version of some show notes. I was trying to like uh, have a better, uh, uh, I don't know, trying to get less characters out of it. And it did it beautifully and said it better than I could. Anyway, additionally, Notion combines my notes, my docs, my projects all together in one beautiful place. Navigating that space is easier than ever. Thanks to that new feature. And uh, it's awesome. If your projects get more complex, finding that you're looking across an entire workspace get, gets harder. Well, this is where Notion Q&A comes in. It answers any question you have, making it uh, so much easier for you to deal with your database of knowledge each and every day. Notion AI can give you the instant answers to your questions using information from across your wiki, your projects, docs, and meeting notes. And you can try Notion AI for free when you go to notion.com slash play retro. That's all lowercase letters. All right, so get in there. Have an urgent question you'd normally turn into a coworker or turn to a coworker and answer, uh, ask him that question? Well, just ask Q&A instead. It'll search through the thousands of documents in seconds and answer your question in clear language, no matter how large or complex your workspace is. Plus, you can trust that your data is secure because Notion AI is designed to protect your information. No AI models are trained with your info. The data is encrypted and answers will never use information from pages you don't have access to. All right. When you uh, when you use Notion AI, it is even easier to get your most meaningful work done. Try Notion AI for free when you go to notion.com slash play retro. That's all lowercase letters, by the way. Notion.com slash play retro to try the powerful, easy to use Notion AI today. And when you use our link, you're supporting our show. Go check them out today. And thanks, Notion. You're awesome. Here's the thing I didn't know before we did this episode, and I'm still pissed about this. <laughs> um, there was a sequel. Crazy Climber 2 yes. came out, but it didn't come out here. It came out in Japan only. And I was never aware of it until this week. And I'm, I feel like a dummy because I think I would have at least known about this. Yeah. You know, hadn't played it, maybe not, because, you know, Japan only. Um, it is also amazing what, uh, between the year 1982 and the year 1988, how much uh, visually has changed here. This is yeah. a proper, like, good-looking video game. Maybe even, oh. you know, better than 16-bit looking. Better than the Genesis and the Super NES we're going to bring around the corner. Like, yeah. it's a good-looking game. So much texture, so much pixel, uh, so many pixels, man. I love it. And it got, it's, it's kind of Americanized too. Uh, in the, in the original, we didn't talk about it. We did talk about the bird and stuff. Cause the monkey's not much. There's the donkey Kong, not donkey Kong, excuse me. There's a King Kong yeah. on the building in the first one, but he's pretty easy to get past. No you know, right. Deal. He just yeah. kind of chunks a little bit. You just pass him like, ah, get out of here. You're so stupid yeah. here. Uh, there's another, there's another King Kong again and a Godzilla. And one of my favorite parts, which is your first thing obstacle you have to go against is a uh, night mission. There's this lady who's kind of like a, she's like a pinup girl. You'd see yeah. and she's on a big post showing thing. her butt crack. Um, she's got butt crack, showing going her butt, on. butt crack. And it's like lower back. But anyway, the fun part is she's got a, she's got a leg and a shoe and she can kick you right off the building. So yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's an interesting obstacle. The obstacles are a lot more fun to overcome. Yeah. And it's, easier to start here 
I had no trouble getting at least halfway up the building before, you know, better skills were needed to progress. Same Whereas, control like, scheme, first though, one, right? Same yeah, control scheme. Same control scheme, but the way they had it laid out, I wasn't getting stuck as often. Hmm. Um, but I, I, I could, I could at least play the first, you know, 30 seconds before I would be totally wiped out because you're already seeing on screen. Once you get up a little bit further, you got like, you got to avoid laundry. So you start to make all this quick timing questions. And that seems more procedural, procedurally generated. Like you had talked about earlier, because the clothes come out in different patterns and different stackings. And it can be, can be much more difficult, but I appreciated what they had learned from the first one, but I hate, we didn't get it here in the U S I would, I would have totally played this in the arcade. Yeah. This would have been fun. Um, I really love the look of it. The sounds great. Here's some of that. Why this could no reason why this couldn't be distributed in the US. It's got America stuff all over it. It's got Coca-Cola flashing in the oh, background on signs. Yeah. Got, yeah. It could have totally been released in the US. I guess the demand maybe for this type of game wasn't there, was the decision. Maybe they took it to Taito or whoever, and they're like, nah, it's, it's year uh 1988, and we're not into that right yeah. now. Yeah. Still, you have to admit, like the difference between this and the first one. In over in only six years or whatever it was, it's yeah, really nothing. Six years. It's really great. Like this, really, it's, it's amazing. It's one of the better looking arcade games of that year, and it never came here. So jerks. Yeah, it never came here. And there was a couple. There was a whole bunch of console ports. The PlayStation got a Crazy Climber port. Uh, there was a bunch of stuff that got released in Japan for Crazy Climber. Apparently, uh, a, a much more receptive audience to Crazy Climber than here in the U.S. Um, so yeah, That's, we didn't see that. I think it eventually made it. I think it's now on the Switch. Yeah. I think it get it in the arcade. It is uh, yeah. collections there. Yeah. yeah, and maybe the PSN. I think had it at some point in time. I don't know if they still do or not. Uh, but basically, just like arcade collection stuff that would throw the crazy climber in there. Did you ever see that Data East Fire Trap from 1986? Oh hell yeah, Fire Trap, dude. Yeah, Fire Trap's that awesome. Makes me think that. Yeah, I think that kind of makes me feel like that maybe Crazy Climber 2 kind of it was influenced by uh, some of that. But, you know, what do I know? What do you know? Right. Yeah. I will say, uh, uh, what was I going to say? I was going to say that, I was going to say a thing about this. I forgot what it was. I was going to say a thing, and then I was going to talk about the TVs and the guys. Oh, yeah. The they throw TVs at him now, which is great. It used to be just pots and plants, but this game's like, no, nope, yeah. we're throwing whole stereos and like boom boxes and televisions at you and uh, uh, what do you call them? Uh, vacuums. Yeah, and, it is no longer just that one weird-looking meathead. It's, uh, it's now like a, a lady and a dude at least. At least I didn't make it past the first building to really know. But yeah. Yeah, I'd be curious to play. So I haven't even played this one yet. Um, oh, I yeah. It, it was, like I said, it was fun. It was fun. I, I want to. So you'd take this over the original is what you're saying. Oh, absolutely. If you said, hey, Brian, we're going to have a party and we're going to play Crazy Climber. And like, which one? You'd be like, uh, the first one. Nope, you can... To eat cheese and die. I want to. I is it crazy climber too. I'm there. I'm. I'm there, man. Sign Let's me up. It. Sign me up Sign for me up. for a C C C two is what you'd call. That's it. right. I'll, I will climb Nichubichi uh, building <laughs> one and maybe make it to two. We'll see. <laughs> um, I was gonna say. What was I gonna say? I don't remember what I was gonna say before. It was something about. Um, How was it? Did you ever play the board game? I would actually come over to your house and play. Okay, the board hold game. on. There was yeah. a board game. Let's talk about yeah, the board if game. You, if you kind of scroll down to little known facts and interesting uh, yeah, links in our notes, yeah. uh, whatever. Hit a board game geek. You can look up the board game Bandai had uh, released for Crazy Climber. Has uh, has you know your board pieces with the with the climbing of the building and also has cards and and uh, it looked interesting. I watched somebody kind of go through a little bit on uh, YouTube, but. Uh, I could I could see myself playing some crazy climber at a party, maybe. This is all in Japanese again. Is it only available there? Uh, yeah, this is once again only available there. The coolest port uh, for this game was for the Famicom, which is a shame because you know we had the NES, we should have gotten it. Yeah. Um, if you got the Famicom version of Crazy Climber, uh, you could uh, you would you could also I, I'm not sure if it came with the game or if you get ordered afterwards, but you essentially could hold two controllers sideways. NES controllers, D pads, your D pad, and you could you would get these you would get these uh, these little D pad covers with like a thumbstick on it. So how forward thinking was that? Two thumbsticks uh, on using two controllers, and you can simulate 
the uh, the climbing of the uh, the buildings. That's awesome. I used to love when they do weird shit like that. It's like two controllers. It's all you need. Yeah, this is a good this is a good looking port. I like it. Yeah, but thumb controllers crazy. Yeah. Oh, it had this weird platformy bit in the middle. Look at this stuff. Yeah, this is definitely where you know we were heading towards uh, platformers, right? We were we were definitely trying to get there. Yeah, look at this thing though. This is gnarly. It's like let's go vertical. Very weird. Are you over that bird? Yeah. Has like, he got bird poop? He's got bird bat poop. I think those are bats. I want to pet that bird. Let me pet your bird. Can I pet your bird? <laughs> there was one other thing too. There was uh there was uh, I'm trying to remember who did it. it was it wasn't Tiger. I'm, I'm trying to remember there was also uh like a little tabletop kind of crazy climber. Did you see that one? I meant to put that in the no, list. No, like a tabletop game like a board yeah game? like like uh the old uh tiger kind of games where you like you got like a little oh. or mattel you know the, the more mechanical uh led kind of stuff i remember hating those that. i hated those kind of i games. remember hating those as well but there's a, actually a contention of people out there who really well i have some fond like feelings for them now like i'd love my coleco football game back if i could find it somewhere yeah now that was on the bus footballing for me that Hell was yeah. That was the best. Hell yeah, dude. That was some of my favorite stuff ever. Bandai. So, uh, so I guess Bandai must have had the rights to it because, yeah, here it is. Uh, oh, I'll, I'll send you the link. It's Bandai's Crazy Climber. Uh, in addition to their board game, they must have also done this. And I sent you the link. Okay, okay there yeah. it is. I'll take a look at that. Um, real quick, I remember what oh, I was trying to remember. Cool. I remember what I was trying to remember. Now I remember it. You ready for what I remember? Give me what you remember. Oh, crap. I closed the browser. Hold on. Uh, it is that they don't, you don't hear a lot of talk about it, but, um, here, I'll fix this. Sorry, chat. The, uh, uh, Wreck-It Ralph was partially inspired by, uh, Crazy Climber. And some people have said, well, I thought that was mostly, uh, uh, Mario or, you know, the original Donkey Kong. And that's true. Right. That's absolutely true. It is. But there are aspects to it, uh, especially with the window stuff and you breaking everything, being literally, you know, uh, Hammer, what no what did you do i can't remember did break what uh, the hammer guy would right. fix shit and then wreck right. it ralph would break it all and you're trying to fix it before he would break it all or something whatever right it was. right which which kind of reminds me of rampage more than mara but that's not to say the same either all those things were basically it's it's based on climber games yeah. all of them yeah right yep that is true okay there the, it is there's the, the granddaddy of climber climber games it's crazy crazy climber, climber. All right, so here's the yeah. Now we're looking at this video. Oh, they gave you two sticks and everything, eh? Yeah. Wow. See, this is a good looking one of these. Apparently, it also had uh, you know you could use. I think those are C batteries, or you could plug it in. But it's a good. That's a good chunk. I like how that looks. Yeah, that does not look right. cheap at all. Go for it. Go for it. I'm actually kind of impressed with that. Yeah, I like the. the this got like an illustrate. It's really kind of Art Nouveau. It's got like. The 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 city scene is off to the right a little bit, and yeah. you, you've got you got this nice city painting, and then the center of the screen is where the LEDs are, and uh, it's just it's a really gets gold and black. It looks really nice. Yeah, that's cool. This guy with his giant hands though are going to uh, monkey grip this thing to death. I think though yeah, he's, he's like got, he's got big old mitts. Look at these look yeah. at these hands, you guys. Oh man, he knows he knows how to grab a thing. Yeah, yeah, he's he's good at grabbing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, it. Well, anyway, these, there is your look at that. Uh, real quick, Fire Trap is. Uh, did that ever make it here though? Did he's Fire Trap? I don't remember that making it to the states, or did it? I I've played it before, but that was probably in my retro journey. I don't think it was something that I played naturally and organically along the way. Kind of reminds me a little bit of somewhere between Rampage and Crazy Climber because the way is positioned and stuff. With that. Right. 86 looks like yeah oh you know what i have cool. a memory of this yeah fast climbing it's yeah. more on the action and less on the bullshit climbing <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why that stuff intrigues me though there's something about getting right. to the top of it ascending something or i also yeah. like descending things i like the game down well which is basically the opposite you jump down into a hole and the goal is to get to the very bottom of wherever this place goes Right. And I love that. I don't know why. What What is that yeah. motif that interests me? I don't know. You, you, you always trying to climb. It's a, it's a metaphor for life, Scott. Yeah. That's I guess why. So. That's, that's what it, yeah. It, my, it knows you. My grandma understand. hated this game. So she loved Mooncresta. Right. And when we showed up and said, Hey, grandma, we got another one from the Nichon Bootsu or however you say their name. Yeah. 
Nitchy Bootsy. And she's like, oh, I'll play that. I, I really enjoyed that Mooncrested game. She played that for hours. Right. She got on this thing. She's like, I hate this. This is terrible. Ah, see, grandma knows. Grandma knows. <laughs> she didn't like it. But I say it's a classic. So take that. My yeah, Timex yeah. watch in the 80s says different, buddy. Yeah, yeah. When you, you don't have any more. Nope. I don't know where it went. Probably got thrown away yeah. or sold or taken to, a, you know, a I don't know. What do you call it? What's the place called? Recycling thrift, shop. Thrift shop or something. Yeah. It's probably in Andy's toy room. Oh, man. Hopefully not at Sid's toy room. Then we're in big trouble. <laughs> All right. Well, that uh, does it for uh, Crazy Climber. If you want to check out more, there's tons of video out there. It's worth tracking down and playing at least once to see if I'm wrong. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. And uh, like Brian said, if you're lucky, you can get a hold of two via that old. There is a PlayStation version, although I don't think you can buy it now. Yeah, it, like I said, it was on the on on the PSN, which is the PlayStation Network, for a while. I'm not sure if it's still available. You definitely can get it on the uh, on the Switch, though. That's that's probably the place to get it. I got to play Fire Trap. Look at this thing. Oh, Fire Trap looks good, brother. Yeah, I'm down with that. And that would have been right after the big crash because my dad was buying. My dad had an uh, had an agreement or a, a contract with Data East right. to bring those games over and make our own. So that's why we had. Um, Lock and Chase. That's how we got Zor. Uh, there was Zor. a golf game they did, and this would have been right after all of that. So in theory, we could have ended up with this, and our stuff had had the business not taken a giant shit, a giant poopy poop, giant video game poop. All right, poop. that's it for that. Let's move on to a game that we like to call Guess My Game. Oop, where is it? Destroy. No, <laughs> guess, guess my game. Guess my game. Uh, you're gonna no. start with me. Here's the deal: we take old games, we play audio, we try to guess what each other's game is. I'm going to start with one that came out in 1984 for the arcade. Okay. Oh, that's, that's a good time. That's uh, what, like two years? No, that's the same year as... as uh, uh, two you know, year. Wait, what was the... What, was, of Crazy what Climber? Was, what was Crazy Climber? Yeah. Crazy Climber is 80. So... Oh, years. wow. Many years later than four, four years, years later. later yeah. Right right after the... Right in the middle of the crash or right after the crash one, right? 1984? 84, 84, 85. 84, 85 was kind of the zone there where everything took a yeah. dump. Yeah. Yeah, it's a You're rough in time. The, get in the zone, arcade zone. It was a rough time. Uh, but here is the audio from this 1984 arcade uh, classic. Let's see if you can figure it out. Here we go. Oh. Any guesses yet? Or questions? You get three. All right, it's 1984. Is it the arcade? Yep. Is this based on an intellectual property? Um, no. In fact, here's a fun way to answer that. This is the opposite of that, meaning this game, how do I put this? This game is a game that makes a thing that would be really expensive if they decided to use the IP that would be thought of for it. <laughs> Could you run around the block a few more times? Yeah, I don't know. I feel uh, like I'm not explaining it very well at all, but it's basically right. hard to explain. It's like they they made it's not a knockoff. It's, so it's it's not a, it's not an intellectual property, but it sure could be. It it's, sure looks like somebody else's intellectual property. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. And today, if you played a game like this, you would expect to license it. Right. I got you. All right. So there all you right. go. That probably helps. Next a question. Little. Yeah. Now that makes sense. Next question. Is this a 84? Are we going vertical? Um or horizontal? Yeah, I think it was vertical. Yes. So the the gameplay was vertical. I think so. Okay. Although not not overtly vertical. <laughs> Still like 4 by 3 but just flipped so 3 by 4. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got you. I got you. But not like some custom monitor or anything like that. Right, right. I know that sound though. I played this not that long ago. Yeah. And if it sounds, I'll give you another hint that you didn't ask for. If it sounds like an NES, there's a reason. Okay, so Nintendo did arcade games as well. So right. So yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, is it? Let me guess some more questions. Let me see. We've got one more question. Um, bar, 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 bar. How about 
Um, is it more aimed towards young kids or older kids? Uh, like, equally. I think it's for everybody. Equally. So it's for everybody. Ooh. Okay. Vertical. Kind of Nintendo. It's kind of a clone of something that could be an IP. Sort of. Um, sort of. <laughs> yeah. A lot of sort of's going on. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Uh, how about. Um, it's kind of jaunty. I haven't even checked if the chat got it right. Hold on. Let's see if someone in there. Um, I'm kind of thinking. Uh, <laughs> someone did get it. What, what was that now? We got people who got it. So. Oh, people got it? Okay. So it's guessable then. Okay. It that's is guessable. Good. Um, I don't know, man. It kind of reminds me of. I mean, I know Commando would have been about that time, but it's too happy for that. So, um, Commando for kids? Um, no, that is an incorrect answer. Right. I'm going to play this fart sound because you got it wrong. Hold on. I lost it. Where'd it go? Robert! No, that's not it. That's not it. No, that's not. There it is. I found I it. I love it. So it's it's not Spawn. <laughs> no, right. it's not Spawn. I got you. Although oh, okay, I, okay. I did keep that, though. Where is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope. 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 Where do you have it? Spawn. Guy's great. I think uh, you should get that if you get it right. Yeah, that should be our new. Yeah, that, ding. that's a that's a you did good. Congratulations. Well, you're, here's you're the wicked, game. Do you remember smile. the Nintendo versus machines? Do you remember those? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like in the in Nintendo Play Ten kind of thing. Yes, versus stuff. They were yes, called yes, versus, yes. and they uh, had a bunch of games in them. Usually ten. Right, right. And one of them was uh, versus baseball. That's the literal title. Oh. Versus baseball. Yep. And it would go on to essentially be NES baseball. Oh. Um, so people in the chat are close enough. Nobody said uh, nobody said versus, but that's what it yeah, is. Yeah, all your versus. hints make sense now. Yeah. Because, you know, yeah. baseball, you got to pay for it unless you want to make fake players and teams. All that stuff. Fake, fake players. Loot, which I'm actually a fan of. I like the fa- I like Tecmo Bowl style, like make it up. Just yep. make shit up. Ah, Bruiser, Bruiser Turtleson, number 42 from the... <laughs> Cleveland buttholes is, is coming out on the field. I love Cleve that. Butts. Cleve butts. butts. All right, Brian, give me uh, yours. What are, what are our basic infos? The here? year is 1990 of two. And I've got my little gray box VCR looking thing called the Nintendo Entertainment System. All right. I'm familiar with and it. I've loaded my I've, I've loaded my cart in said shit. Ejected <laughs> it. Blew on the cart. Reinserted and went success. Yeah. Excellent. Well, I'm going to find out why right now. Ninety-two. This is late era. I only pick songs that I only pick games that rock. Yeah, this is kind of rocking. All right, so late stage NES. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Late um, in the era. Is this based? Is this a Nintendo published Nintendo IP? Uh, incorrect, sir. It okay. is not a Nintendo published IP. IP. Um. Is it a popular? Is it part of a popular series? Is it popular? I guess it's popular. Um, it is a series, but I would not get too hung up on that because it's not much of a series. Oh, well, that takes out one idea I had. One. It is a series, but it doesn't really need to be known as that. No. Yeah. I mean, there's like some follow ups to it, but it's not really. I wouldn't focus on that. It's not known for being a series. How's that? Okay. Is it published by... Or no, I'm not going to ask that. Let me ask you this. Is it a side-scrolling game? How about I do tell you it was published by the people we just talked a few minutes ago about Bandai. Oh, Bandai did it, eh? Mm-hmm. Well, they then. published it. Not developed. It's important. But what was your question? I forgot. <laughs> oh. What was it? Uh, what did they say, chat? Oh, I just, is it side-scrolling? Is what I asked. Oh, is it side-scrolling? Yes. It is side-scrolling. 
like everything back then. It scrolls to the sides. I think this is a beat em up of some sort. So I'm just. Oh, oh, that would be a very good guess. What? I'm just going to guess and say. I'm going to get. Based on you putting that other fire game in there and you've been thinking about Data East, you've had it on on your mind. Mm hmm. This I is, will say that there was connective tissue. That is how I got here. I will say that, yes. All right. I'm going to just guess this is River, River City Ransom. I'm sure it's wrong. Ooh, that's a really good guess. It would be wrong, though, but Damn it was it. a really good guess. What is, what is it? It is Toxic Crusader. Oh! That's I know that game. Right. Gosh dang yes. it. Yes. Based on the cartoon series, Toxic Crusaders, but not really. This trauma entertainment. Uh, let's see. Mm. NES. Um, they also had a Genesis version. I think that's the one I played. Yeah, you probably played oh, Genesis. That's the one, that's one I played, too. I but the one. audio wasn't nearly as good on that one, so I went with the NES version. Really? wasn't as good on the Genesis? No, it, didn't, it wasn't really as good. No, oh, Genesis. I was struggling. It. But I, I liked the gameplay on the Genesis. I just didn't think the music was nearly as good. As so how is the Toxic Crusaders tied to Cro Toxic Avengers? It is, right? It, it is, yeah. Toxic Avenger was the character from uh, Trauma, and then they made a cartoon special, and I think they probably intentionally made it a little bit different, a little bit disconnected, so that, uh, you know... For the kids. Tra the Trauma Toxic Avenger is kind of adulty, right? It's and very adulty, yeah. They're remaking yeah, they're making that, you know? Do you hear about that? They're redoing yeah. that deal? They are, and there's actually a Toxic Cru Crusaders uh, remake of the game. Oh, no way. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, I think it's Peter Peter Dinklage is the Peter. is the new guy. Anyway, new guy. Uh, well, I blew that. That went well. I forgot that yep, even yep. existed. That game. Wow. I should have said oh. is it based on a <laughs> yeah. We just for just for no just for fun. Oh. Right. We can play it whenever so, we want. Retroware is working on a, uh, a Toxic Crusader for a, releasing in 2024, hopefully, and it is a nice little beat em up. You can see it on Steam. You can actually download the Toxic Crusader demo currently, and I'll put that in our notes here. Demo on uh, what, Steam? On the Steam. Steam. Excellent. So it's getting a, it's getting a little revisit. As you know. I don't like Steam. Yep. Mm -mm. But As hey, you know. but I also. Do you know? Uh, like oh, steam. sorry, you do like steam. Why do they? Yeah, wait, that's not that's not you at all. Why do they? Wait, 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 that was some. It's up to you. I can't find you like steam. Oh, hold on, man! But you played right at the top. You played some of my favorite Christmas stuff, and that's that. Uh, I love uh, steam. The dreams Christmas thing. I found it. Oh, I, I like love steam. steam. There it is. I knew I, I had it. Steam. You do love steam. It almost sounds like you say you love Steve, and I don't know who Steve is. I love Steve. He's the best. Yeah, Steve's pretty oh, great. Hi, Steve. Hi, Steve. You're great. We love you, Steve. All right, let's move on to listener feedback in a little segment we call emails and texts. Welcome to the treasure room. <laughs> we call it listener feedback. <laughs> you people out there can text us at 801-471-0462 or email us at playretroshow at gmail.com anytime you want, and I will read them here on the show. We got an email this week from... Uh, Tony, who says, Hey, Scott and Brian, this is chicken whiskers, I guess. Chicken whiskers. Yeah, that's uh, ch the chicken whiskers. Yeah, I thought it was chin whiskers at first, but it is chicken whiskers. Chicken whiskers. This is my first email to play retro. I've recently fallen in love with play retro, and I'm going through all the back uh, catalog and have two questions. One might be answered on, or sorry, answered in a later episode from where I am at. Uh, but are you guys, are you guys covering any of the early MMOs? We have discussed, well, we'll pause the question here. We've discussed Ultima Online a little bit, but only in relation to Ultima and where it was going. Um, we have talked about doing, I mean, hell, next year, wow, is 20 years old. EverQuest would yeah. be 26 yeah. years old or something. Right. Yep, yep. Like, it's probably time for us to do something like that. Yeah, um, we were very close. Yeah. I think we'll, you know, and even if it ends up being EverQuest 1 or it ends up being... We'll go back to some of the muds that were popular. Yeah. Um, you know. I've also been, always been interested in that Lucasfilm's Habitat thing. I never did anything with that. Did you ever mess with no, that? No, I never messed with that at all. I'm not even sure what that is. Habitat? Habitat. Lucasfilm's. Lucas Game or Film? Uh, sorry. Lu well, it was, it was Lucasfilm's at the time, I think. Did they then split it to the... I can't remember. Here it is. Um, Lucasfilm. Oh, Lucasfilm Games, Lucas they Arts. called themselves back then. Yep. 
Massively online multiplayer game developed by LucasArts. First attempt at a large-scale commercial virtual community that was graphics-based. Initially created in 85. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. It was available as a beta test, and then they got bought out. Blah, blah, blah. I just never heard of this. Right. This could be really fun to dig into this one. Yes. I'll do this LucasArts things I saw, and I was like, oh, what is that? I didn't know nope, this was a thing. I had no freaking idea. Mm-mm. I don't know much more than just the title and that Lucas Arts did it. That's about all I know. Yeah. I don't even know that half the time. I'm in. Let's do it. Anyway, we'll do something to that effect soon. And maybe all the games deserve their own episodes, right? Yeah. So we'll just like, hey, one time we'll talk about Habitat. Sometime we'll talk about, uh, what's that Lineage. one? Lineage. Yeah, Lineage is a good one to go with. Um, there's another one I always think of. I, I really thought NCSoft was just going to rule the world for a minute. Just for a minute, so I thought that it was going to be all about NCSoft doing all the things with the City of Heroes and everything and lineage. And I thought it was going to be it. The, the the problem is they bailed too early on everything they made. Yeah, they did. They That's got the weird. being early on. Yep. Yeah, jerks, buttholes. Buttholes. Anyway, what's my point? My point was... Uh, did, we, did we finish the rest of the email? Uh, no, we're going to finish the email. <laughs> I just got excited. Oh, I know what I was thinking. Yeah, I was thinking of Age of Age or um oh, what's the one with the three realms? Uh I played so much of it. It's before WoW came out and then I never played it again. Uh it, the one about the, the Arthurian stuff, you had like Merlin in it. Oh. What is wrong yeah. with me? My brain today is a mush paw ball. M- mush ball. Mush paw. Um, the chat room is saying Dark Age always of Camelot. It always knows. Dark, Dark Age, Age of Camelot. Camelot. I played that so much. We had, we had to use one of our lifelines. We went to the chat room. And Call Thanks of Heroes. Kids. Call of Heroes was good. What was the other yeah. one that was um, not Call of Heroes, but it was the other City of, City of Heroes. City of Heroes? Oh, that's what he's saying. A City of Heroes. That's what they mean. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I shouldn't be allowed to talk today. Something's messed up in my head. Man, we but we this is what our six of podcasting days yeah. like that. We've been recording a like lot that. today. And yesterday I had a ton yeah. more and it's just like nonstop for me. I, yeah. I need a, yeah. <laughs> I need tomorrow is going to be the best Sunday ever. I'm not doing shit. <laughs> I might play a video game, but we'll see. Do it. Anyway, uh, thank you for... The, oh, let's do the rest of his question. Here oh, oh, Joey had said it, too. Oh, um, He says, second question is, which which of the dead consoles would you like to see revived? Like if Sega announced tomorrow they were jumping back into console making, and they said they were making a new Sega Master Dream System or something. Ooh. Just a little rhetorical question for you guys to chew on. Thanks. Love the show. Tony. Tony, I think uh, I would love to see a revival of the uh, Saturn personally. And the reason I want this, this isn't going to work and they're not going to do it. But the reason I want this is I would love a return to 2d excellence, like Uh. a machine just dedicated to the best 2d sprite generation you've ever seen in your life. That thing was awesome in that regard. Yeah. And it had great sound. But they and all weren't using stuff. it that way half the time. They no, because they felt pressure. The, they felt pressure from stuff. Sony. Because Sony yeah. was like, hey, we're all doing 3D. And Saturn's like, oh, shit. Well, I guess we can do right. a little of well, that. Well, we just made the best 2D game system. Po- oh, yeah. shit. Their timing was terrible. But there's something I would yeah. get into about that. Now, some people, many in the chat are saying Dreamcast. I understand. Yeah. I have a lot of love for the Dreamcast. But the Dreamcast is a PS2. It's nothing... There's nothing about it. I cannot it. believe you just said that. It's it is though. That's why it got creamed because it was just a step you before PS2. Suck it, Johnson. I love my Dreamcast. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. I truly loved it. Yeah. If they're going to do I, a I, mini, I, I, am with, if, I am with you that I feel like the Dreamcast had the opportunity, had success, was not big enough success. It therefore had to end. And I don't really feel like we missed out on much from the Dreamcast, but I would love to see it come back. But the same feeling I have kind of for the GameCube, it never felt, it never got to the full maturity of what I wanted. And that's what I would like to see uh, return to the GameCube when Nintendo for just a minute lost its mind and forgot who it was and said, let's make a game system for adults yeah you know and not for the whole family let's just make it for and i would love to have seen more from the gamecube where's i loved my gamecube love that i missed it i do too i missed the dreamcast but i really feel like it had a full life cycle you know i feel like it really it it had opportunity to to kind of live it had a bunch of games it definitely had games the point my main point with the he's talking about a revival right so if you truly want to revive something then do a do a Dreamcast Mini. I'll buy that in a heartbeat. 
Oh yeah, that's one of the things. They're they're they've meant much fighting over you know what Sega does next, whether it makes a, a Dreamcast Mini or a you know a Sega Saturn. And I'm with you. I I feel like the Saturn never had an opportunity to fully flourish either. It it never got to be what well, what it was, which is a great 2D machine, like you said. So yeah, there's all all great all great ideas. Yeah, I agree. I just very much want um them to make more minis. Their their Genesis stuff has been awesome. They killed it. Yeah. You know, make a master. I system. want more 32X. Yeah. Bring me the 32X. Yeah. Give me the 32X. Uh, you cowards. <laughs> Put it on top of something, you know, so it's a big towery, <laughs> stupid thing. I want the yeah. whole castle, is what I right. want. That's yeah, probably yeah. not going to happen. Uh, anyway, thank you for that, Tony. Uh, there is another one from oh no that's you talking you're like hey tony anyway oh hey oh that was me yeah i'm so out of it this is my response hey tony i'm literally out of it today you guys that's just the way it is today you're gonna have to live with who i am (laughs) all right let's get uh let's get moving here to what what's next uh that's it we're done oh hey next week i'm excited about this because i have fond feelings for this south park n64 the south park game perfect thanksgiving game all right yes Throw some snowballs at the turkey. Yep. Uh, you'll be getting, hopefully, we'll be getting that show. We got we to discuss when we're going to record it, but uh, it'll be like that Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. So it'll be maybe some leftovers. We don't know exactly how that's all going to go down yet. We haven't talked about it. Yeah. It's going to be coming. Yeah. It's coming. We're excited. We're beyond, we're out of our minds. All right. So yeah. look for that. That's next week. Get your N64 on. Uh, and we'll be talking about that. In the meantime, Please support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash playretro. Tons of great people there. And we only just need you to join them, okay? You want that pre-show content every week? You want that? You want no ads? Hey, how about you want other monthly benefits? How about you just want to help your favorite podcast about retro? I like that one the best. I do too. So get over there now and take uh, advantage of us at patreon.com slash playretro today. It's going to do it for us. Brian, you have any other thoughts or feelings or anything you want to say before we go? Uh, there was something I wanted to say. I can't remember what it was. Uh, I well, played some like me now. Baldur's Gate this past week. Baldur's Gate 3 is not retro, but mm. man, is it fun. Mm. Is it fun? It is. I've been knee deep in World of Warcraft again. Yes. What's going on there? Can't stop playing. My paladin will soon be level 70. Anyway, thank you all for listening. That'll do it for us. We'll be back next week with more. Until then, play something retro. We'll see you then. Get more at frogpants.com. Go for it.